Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor, DBA, True North Wealth Partners. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to the results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss. Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners is for our clients and those wanting to learn more about what's really going on within the markets and economy as well as overall financial planning topics. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners. Tuesday, November 15th, episode 29. 2-9. Hello. Andy. Eric Susie. <laughs> howdy, howdy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. Can you believe it? A little snow uh, made a little yeah. appearance over the weekend. And today, a little bit of a freezing rain. So... Uh, here we are. Winter is here officially. Yeah, it is. Yep. And we have Santa coming. Cannot That's wait. That's right here. That's right. Man, I jingling. He's landing on the roof. <laughs> I heard the jingles, so it's going to be fun. All right. You've been naughty or good? Both. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. We know better. Yeah, right. Uh, well, good, man. Let's get into it. We got a lot to cover today. So, uh, yeah. how's things looking economic wise? Your stats? You know? Yeah. I mean, just, uh, you know, the big thing, just, uh, a ton of change. Think things, yeah. you know, trend down. Unemployment's still decent. Yeah, hanging in there for now. <laughs> for now, right? Yeah. We've got um, you know, layoffs on the horizon. With pro- you know, tech's kind of leading the way right now, yeah. right? Have Facebook, to. Amazon. Yeah. it's all going to trickle down. Yep. At some point. And then you got uh, housing slowing, which is a big one. Retail. You know, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, retail's gonna be interesting. Yeah, people not spending. On that, I, I had a client meeting uh, earlier this week, and he's a, a truck driver. I always, you know, it's a leading indicator. Yeah. I always ask him every time we meet, I said, so How's it going? And he said to me, Slow as molasses. Really? Very yeah. slow. So a lot of that is companies have extra inventory, so trying to burn it off. So I sort of get that. But um, it's going to be interesting if they can thread the needle, these companies, yeah. with you know, getting the right mixture of laying off folks, using the inventory. Um, or they may have to do, do discounts again after the holidays. Yeah. So uh, right. I always like to hear what the clients are saying. Yeah. Bad for the economy, but uh, good yeah. for stocks, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I know. It's like, stocks like layoffs. Yeah, it's a cash 22. It's like, yeah, bad news, good news, or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, all right. Well, um, so let's hear it. Uh, we have, maybe we'll just get into a little bit of just some stats, sort yeah. of. We had a you know nice little rally here, you know, which is good. But uh, um, yeah. I, I guess things to be aware of is just a GDP forecast, key dates coming up. I'm just going to rattle off a few you and I were talking about earlier. Well, we good news last week with the CPI. CPI, yeah. So that that came out lower than what was expected. So uh, seven point seven. Um, so you know anything that can be like we've said, CPI inflation should have been peaked and is peaked. And now that's coming down, but still sticky and elevated. So that's why the Fed is still going to be raising rates. Um, Hopefully the Fed next meeting is on December 14th. The markets were pricing in 75 basis point increase. Now they're only pricing in 50 basis point increase. 
You and I were talking, hopefully 25. That's the stretch. Yeah. We'll see if we do get a 25 Santa Claus rally. Um, but we'll see. Maybe a 50 with dovish talk could still you know, spur it on. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Hoping for a push at the end of the year. Yeah. That's be nice. Yeah, it would be. But in the meantime, it'll rattle off some things that are still out there. So just sort of in chronological order here, to the you know, most part, is um, you know, midterms are still deciding on, on that for the House. One seat away from the Republican taking over the House. Uh, the Senate's still going to be retained by the uh, uh, Democrats. So whether it's 50 or 51 to be determined uh, with the Georgia race runoff, that's coming on 12-6. Uh, so we have that still there. Um, Russia is 12-5 as far as the European and Russia with the energy uh, deal and yeah. shipments and all that. So that's something to still be aware of. Um, I think you mentioned what happened today with Russia. Or, uh, yeah, some uh, fired a couple of missiles in the Poland, I guess. In the Poland, it was. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear that. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> so um, is what it is there. But um, so that's still you know plenty of international risk uh, there. Um, then we have on um, a CPI report again will come out the day before the Fed meeting. So twelve thirteen will be the next CPI report, Consumer Price Index report. Hopefully that is you know. Curling down even more. That would be helpful. Fed meeting on 1214. Uh, again, 50 basis point 20, yeah. max. Yeah. Hopefully 25. Um, then we have the CR continuing resolution or debt ceiling. That comes due on 1216. So uh, there's a lot of stuff and shenanigans going to go on. So they're talking about doing the Secure Act 2.0, you know, maybe packaging all that in. Uh, you know, we'll see if that can get done in time. Um, also try to raise the debt ceiling before, during the lame duck, se lame duck yeah, session hopefully. before um, uh, <laughs> the house gets split. Markets typically like split, you know, um, Congress, yeah, uh, you know, house and Senate to be split. Um, but we'll see. So there's still a lot of uh, things and noise out there to be aware of. Earnings uh, forecast, just a couple little stats here. So Argus, which is one of our, our partners that we use for our research, they've lowered you know, our earnings guidance here for 2023, 0.7. Um, 2020, sorry, 2022 is 0 0.7. 2023 is 1.3. Yeah, and that's uh, been coming down. Coming down all year, year long, right. Uh, to only increase 0.7. That's the same, uh, excuse me, that's for 2023. Again, Argus is 1.3. Uh, the Federal Reserve is 0.7 for 2023 and 1.8 in 2024. Goldman Sachs, on a call yesterday, uh, it was disclosed that they said that this is earnings growth for the S&P. So earnings growth for the S&P, which has been double digit, 10% or so plus for a while. They're saying Without a recession in 2023, they're saying flat, 0% earnings growth. If there is a recession, it could be negative 11%. So, you know, some headwind, headwinds there as well. Yeah. So you're going to hear the ugly word stagflation come out again. So that's just uh, sideways, you know. Yes, inflation's <laughs> rolling over, but it's still high and sticky, but growth is rolling over as well. So it's going to, you know, you're probably going to hear that word pop out again, stagflation um, yeah. coming. Um, and, you know, even our first trust with our guy there, he was still saying, you know, yeah, bear market has sure. further to go. Recession's highly likely in the next 18 months, what he just said. Yeah. And, um, and then this came out, this is on, uh, November 11th from Northern trust. This is a forecast. So you and I, we've always talked in our client, uh, planning assumptions. We use current market assumptions, data inputs that the software uses. 
and uh, JP Morgan and other folks have come out and reduced their um, current market assumptions over the next 10 years. That was earlier this year. They released it. Northern Trust just came out with their um, uh, current market assumptions for equities over the next five years. Basically, everything's lower, but just to give you, uh, I'm going to quote here and just read a little bit. Um, so he said uh, the U.S. equities returns will be lower, but still acceptable with total returns over the next five years at 6%. So typically S&P is closer to 10-ish. Yeah. Um, so, okay, down, down to six. Fixed income will settle in around 3.7%, adding that to 60-40 portfolio, 60% equities, 40% bonds, should yield around 5.1%. Um, and, uh, you know, so just overall lower uh, as that. And he's, this person spoke at the Schwab Impact 2022 in Denver, yep. which occurred about, you know, last week. So, um, yeah. you know, just everything overall is just going to be um, just, just lower. Yeah. Um, and their Northern Trust forecast for the GDP uh, is to be 1.9% over the next five years um, as the U.S. goes through several important transitions uh, from the pandemic to the endemic, globalization to reorganization, and from carbon-based energy to green energy. So meaning just overall GDP is going to be slowing across the, the world and globally. Sure. Uh, so I just yeah. want to get those out. It's so, like uh, trying to pick the... Score the Super Bowl sometimes. Yeah, right? it's like yeah. you got all these, get all these guys. You know, yeah. they throw and out it, numbers, and it's like, and it's as of today. Yeah. All this is going to change, but Nobody since knows. it's sort of fresh, and yeah. you know, people are getting near the end of the year. It's always good to sort of throw those up there. Yeah. The, what we're Andy and I are trying to say is just, hey, folks, <laughs> the easy money's over. Like we've been saying, it's going to be harder uh, for the next, you know, few years. Few probably. Years. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, you know, big news. Uh, you know, crypto, how's your crypto account? Are you able to get access to it? Yeah. 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 Well, they repoed my yacht. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I bet they did. Like, hey, we need it. Sorry. That's right. So, no, so, yeah. And the news, FTX, so that finally has cratered. So, Andy and I, we you know, we correctly have stated we will want nothing to do with crypto uh, for our clients until it gets regulated. And so, sure. well, you know, yeah. regulation will probably come next year and we'll see. Uh, but thank God we stayed out of it and we saved our clients a lot of pain. So we sure. take pride in that. But That's yeah. right. Yeah. We got a few that kind of sp- a little bit, but yeah. yeah, nothing. Nothing crazy. Not in the portfolios. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's been nuts. It's a lot of news on that. One million folks are now affected by the bankruptcy. Yeah. So we're talking about some of that money, you know, going to Ukraine. Oh, dude, don't get me started. Crypto, coming back to you. Yeah, who knows? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. But He's yeah. the second leading Democratic donor after George Soros. So yeah. there you go. There's a big trail going on. Let's see uh, how that shakes out. Again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, you can't help but uh, see that. This came from a State Street Spider. Their little LEI leading indicators. So leading indicators just shows orange is recessionary uh, and slow down. So we're right there. We just trickled into it. So again, this is just a leading indicator. This is coming from someone else now, State Street Global Advisors. So I always like to just point things out. Yeah. What's that? What do you hear? What's that noise? Oh my gosh! Is it Santa? <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. oh my gosh! Santa! Oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry oh, Christmas! Santa. Oh, Santa! Oh, it's so oh, good to see you! See you. I get a big Santa hug! Oh, thanks, man! Can I put my bag down, please? Minute, please? Oh, the Absolutely. kiddos are gonna love all oh, that. Eric and Andy, it's so good to yeah. see you, Santa. Man, yeah. it's been a while. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we on TV? Oh, yeah, you want me to come back? A, no, you just stay right here. <laughs> oh, okay. This is I'll, all I'll for you, Santa. Well, well, thank you so much. We'll roll out much. the red carpet for you. <laughs> thank That's you so right. much. You're so, busy. 
I'm very busy right now, yes. this time of the year, and we're getting busier by the day. Good. Let me wow. ask you a question. Yes. How are those two little girls? You mean Ella and home? Sophia? Ella oh. and Sophia, how are they doing? They're a little naughty once in a while. <laughs> so you, well, you, know. you know what? They're on my good list. Are they good? good. What, about so this, what about him? You have to keep them there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about the elf? Now, my girls really enjoy the elves coming. So why do you have the elves come down? I haven't figured that out. Well, here's the reason we send the elves down. Okay. The elves go on, on the individual houses, and they keep, they keep track of the children. Ah. And they make sure they stay on the good list. Good list. They like make the okay. And if they, they have a little problem... The elf flies back to the North Pole and lets Santa know. That makes sense. Then, then they go right back, and then most of the children wind up back on the good list. Okay. Well, that's okay. good to know. Now, when do you do that? When does the elf on the shelf come well, out usually? normally around November 23rd, they start coming. Ooh. That's pretty soon. Their favorite night to come is Thanksgiving night. That's when ours comes. Yes. yes that's and the reason is that yeah. because people... People have eaten food all day. Yes. Some people drank all day. So it's pretty quiet in the house, and they can sneak right in. And they do that. They keep coming right up until December 1st. Oh, and then oh, they're wow. all in place and right. ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I have another question for you. Okay. This is from my girls, okay? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. So my girls always want asked, you know, Mommy and Daddy, how does Santa get in houses that don't have chimneys? Because there's apartments and, you know. Yeah, all that stuff. Question. Well, I'll tell you, Eric, up until about 100 years ago, almost everybody had a chimney. Right. It was very easy for Santa. But little by little, they started building apartments and townhouses and all different kinds of places for people to live. So Santa made this little key. And all Ooh. he has to do is put it towards the lock, and it automatically takes the shape, turn it, and I'm in. So nobody has to worry if they don't nice. have a chimney. Nice. Way to go, Santa. <laughs> yeah. How's Mrs.? How's Claus? Oh, huh? Mrs. Claus oh. is not just good. <laughs> Andy, she's wonderful. There you go. I want everybody to know, without Mrs. Claus, there would be no Christmas. Yes. Uh, Amen. Amen, right. Santa. Everybody thinks Santa can do everything, and he can do a lot. Yep. But Mrs. Claus can absolutely do everything. I have a little question for you. Yes, sir. Santa has a lot of gardens up in the North Pole that he keeps covered and and working fine during uh -huh. the winter. Yes. Do you know why? I don't, I don't know why. Why? So he can ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's why he has a garden. That's a great one. <laughs> I have one more question. Okay. So do you know why everything is so much more cleaner around Christmas? No idea. Andy, Andy no. you have no idea? <laughs> no idea. So everybody can Santa-size. Santa-size. Oh, great. Oh, that's yes, a good one. Yes. Oh, oh, man. Too much, man. Eric, I have to tell you, I have a little story I want to remind you of. Uh-oh. Oh, it's okay. This is a good story. Okay, go ahead. Andy, you might want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill me in, Santa. So when Eric was about five years old, <laughs> about a week before Christmas, he got in a little trouble. Uh, yeah, I believe that. And he was on... He was on the naughty list. And his, his parents told him he was on the naughty list. <laughs> but I have to tell you what he did. Oh. He was so, so sorry. He told his mother and his parents how sorry he was. <laughs> and he promised never to do it again. 
And Santa was so touched by that. But when Eric came out on Christmas morning, he wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Yeah. So he walked out. And all of his presents were there. <laughs> and little Eric was so happy. Okay, yeah, thank you. There you go. Thanks for being a good man, Santa. And you know, Santa, to remind you, my birthday is Christmas. That's right. 25th. Boy. It's, well, Christmas. I already know that. I know. But, well, yeah, I and guess you do. That's why you get a couple of extra presents. Yes, that's normally, why I love it. Normally. <laughs> thank you. Normally, right. But you still have some work to do this I do. Year. I do. My yes. grandpa, Co, he used to say, Eric, watch out. You're going to get a black lump coal in your stocking. My grandpa Co used to tell me that. Uh, now, Andy, on the other hand, has <laughs> oh. always been on the nice list. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's and he's right. still on the nice list. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. So, Eric, yeah. maybe you can learn a little bit from your friend Andy. <laughs> yes, I can. That's why we're good partners, <laughs> yin and yang. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time. I know, Santa, you were busy. You have your Santa's Christmas hearts. That's what he does for folks. So, folks, if grandparents... Families with children, if you want to have him out for a private party, home, an event, what have you, he, uh, we'll put up his information. Nathan, our producer, will take care of you, Santa. So you can yeah. reach him by email, uh, phone. He'll love to stop by and make a visit. So reach out to Santa. We'll, again, we'll put all his information up for you. Well, thank you so much yeah. for that. Yeah. And let me give yeah. you a big Santa oh, home before Santa. I go. You're a good man, it's Santa. So good yeah. We appreciate you. You stay <laughs> well. So I will. Right. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, ho, ho. All right, Santa. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Santa. See ya. Wow. Our own true North Santa. Is that awesome? <laughs> Way to go, folks. Man. I don't, it doesn't get much better than that. Takes a break out of his busy schedule yes. to come down here and see us. Uh, we're very fortunate. That says something. It's connections. Yeah. It's who we know, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, anything else on your mind? What do you got going on there? There you well, go. I mean, you know, yeah. talk, talking about recession, right? Yes. So pending recession. So it's always like, well, as an investor, what, what should I do or change if anything? Right. So you have your, your long-term investments, right? It's like, you just want to be diversified right out the market. But yeah. If I'm sitting on cash, right? Like what, you know, what are some things interest rates have gone up a little bit, yeah. right? You know, credit card debt. You know, during the pandemic, right? Yeah, what are we? You know, yeah, printing money. Card. You know, printing money, and it was like savings rates were high. And now all of a sudden, it's like you know, a report just came out today: fifteen percent year over year growth in credit 15? consumer credit card debt. Wow, um, highest in I think, fifteen years. Um, so that that means people are putting money on credit cards, credit card, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so good, folks. Which, yeah. Especially heading to recession, that's not a good. No, sign, it's not. Right? So, so that's when. With higher interest rates, so credit card companies are what charging 26 percent. Oh, yep. So let's let's get in more debt, and you have higher rates on that, and it's just a snowball. <laughs> yeah. So it's not good. <laughs> if you get laid off, then, oh yeah, 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 it could could be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, so anyhow, but like, so what do you what do you you know we can talk maybe talk about this later tips of too. the month? Want to hit into that on uh, op- options or, or yeah? Well, just thinking, oh, go ahead. Just yeah. thinking through like, what do we with what if I'm sitting on cash? What do I do? Right? Yeah. Well, there's. Uh, the uh, options are the, the CDs, the fixed okay. annuities, yep. things of that nature. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll just sort of jump into that if you don't mind. Yeah, since no, you right. yeah that's all right. Yeah, cross the line and the tip. Go ahead, I'm getting off your schedule. Uh, no, 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 it's all right. Tips, that that tip, was tips of the month. Tips of the month. All right, yeah. so we're in the tips of the month. So you've got uh, <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> high interest. So you yeah. got sit on cash. So with higher interest rates, finally we can use it to our advantage. So yes, we can bring to our clients now CDs in house internally. 
So Schwab, uh, they bank the Ally, PNC, JP Morgan, Chase, or um, Schwab has their own. So just last night, we rattled off a one-year CD, 4.7%. Yeah. <laughs> so we can, ching, yeah. Ching. So we can offer that to you. Um, yeah. So another thing is, uh, again, fixed income annuities have been dead for a while because rates have been low for- Did you say the years. A word? And we did. The A. It's not, <laughs> it's not that word. It's the annuity word. <laughs> There are, yes, certain times when annuities are a suitable fit. And I actually, um, I, I, I've used both already uh, over the past yeah. month. So you and I and Eric, we've all been- Fixed indexed. Yeah. Fixed index annuities and simple. the CDs. It's simple, yeah. So, you know, right now rates are 5.6% fixed. Um, there's a trigger of 10% tied to the S&P. And then there is a cap of 12% which we can get into later, but there's a three options vehicles one can use for your fixed income annuity. If you wish pick one of the three or all three, third, 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 or 50, 50, just use two. It's a year over year. And, um, so it's a nice, uh, nice option that we have, uh, another, you know, uh, arrow in our quiver sure. to yeah. use. So, Other um, options, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. great. Now we can finally yeah. utilize rates, higher rates to our advantage and for our clients' advantage, finally. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially too, if someone's thinking, hey, man, this, my, you know, this has been a pretty volatile year, right? Yeah. So we've had 10 years of pretty good growth. Yeah, easy so, money. Yeah, when you talk to someone about their risk, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. And then all of a sudden it's yeah. like, okay, maybe I'm not so good. We have this option. Yes, exactly. And then plus, we're still going to be using our um, alts, alternatives, yep. and all yeah, M&A those funds. Well. Those yeah. are all doing, doing great this year. And in the next year, they still should be doing well. Uh, also, tips of the month. Uh, again, what we've talked about, we didn't think it was going to hold up as far as the uh, uh, Student Don't Debt Relief Program Act that uh, Biden, you know, executive ordered through. Federal appeals court came out and blocked it. So non-constitutional, et cetera. So all, basically what that means is, folks, if you do have a debt student loan, be prepared. They're going to turn on that switch, that payment switch back in January of 2023. January, yeah. So higher rates, now you got student uh -huh. donut you know, and all this. It's all like, you know, there's a lot of headwinds still out there. So we want to point that out. Just tips of the month. Something that's unique came out today from Hedgeye, from Neil Howe, our demographer there. Um, he just mentioned, I'll hold this up and our, Nathan will show this as well. This just shows occupancy rates for um, offices pre-COVID, okay, pre-2020. Uh, was you know upper 90s, 90%, upper 90s for the occupancy rate. Then it crashed and you can see it. So these are the 10 largest cities going across. The red line is the average of the 10 largest cities. Well, it's only under 50%. Let's call it 49%. So basically 49% of the offices in these large 10 cities are being occupied. So far mm. from the upper 890s that All used right. to be. Huh. So that just means people are working from home and the companies, a lot yeah. of employers, some are liking it, some are not, but uh, it is yeah, what it is. Sure. So I got to ask you, so what's uh, what, what day of the week do you think people are... Uh, Playing around, getting the robo hand moving the, the mouse. The, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm working. This week. So what day do you think? The least. The least. I'd say Friday. Yeah. So yes. Or Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Friday and Monday. So anyway, so Friday is the number one. So this is the office occupancy rate by the days of the week. So this is pretty cool. So Friday is the least. It used to be uh, well, it's it's thirty percent. So thirty percent of the folks. Um, are now in the office on Fridays. That's the least amount. Second, it was Monday. Now it's 39% for Monday or back in the office on Mondays. Then you can see Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or 47, 47, and 44, accordingly. So it just shows you, you know, which makes sense. People want three-day weekends. So that's yeah. why they're doing that. 
But yeah. I thought that would be interesting tips of the month from our, our guy. But sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can get that or maybe take over the nationwide building downtown. Yeah. Plenty of, <laughs> plenty of vacancy <laughs> office space around here, even in our building. So yeah, it's, That's uh, right. people are, uh, you know, I've mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's happening. Um, anything else before we jump onto the close out here with, uh, charts and, no, that, that's okay. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so there's a lot going on, still a lot to come. Uh, you'll see some tweaks uh, as always, but uh, blow through these charts. You've seen it's all not, nothing new to you, but the, the VIX volatility, okay? The CBOE a VIX average is 18.6. This is looking out 30 days uh, in the options market. Right now it's 23.7. So remember, we're still in that chop bucket between 20 and 30, and then we're going to continue to be in that for a while. <laughs> uh, pullbacks hasn't changed yet. Now, that 11 number is still there. I thought we might hit 12 by now, but I'm still anticipating us hitting 12 pullbacks of 5% or more in the S&P. The average is 4.6 times per year. Stock market earnings. So again, Two different axes. Uh, the S&P earnings are on the right. Uh, the point is they're coming down. They're curling over from the high 200s, uh, or, excuse me, like 220-ish coming back down. Uh, so right now it's around uh, 218. So earnings per share, that's what we're talking about. As, um, um, one firm mentioning flat for next year, possibly. <laughs> yeah. So um, no growth. But that's what you want. You have to have that come down. Uh, and then you can see the stock market on the left axis, the S&P. Um, Earnings growth rate, again, uh, it's coming down, but we still need to get it down. So right now it's 10.4. The average is 7.9. So as it comes in line, that just helps reset things, setting us up for the next bull market, hopefully back half of next year. Yeah, be, be the, the tail of two halves is what we predict. Yep. The twos and tens, so the inversion of the two-year, 10-year interest rates, uh, the inversion is still there. It's about 54 basis points right now. Um, so that's deep, deepest and you know, 30, 40 years, et cetera. So um, this is just the inversion of the two and 10 year. It's just showing the the, um, the curvature of it versus the average for the 10 years, 2.31. And um, right now it's uh, 3.88, has come down, was over four. And then the two year, the average is 0.99. And right now the two year is 4.4. <laughs> so that's, the Fed can control the short end of the yield curve. They cannot control the long end of the yield curve. That's why you have to follow the bond market. They, the bond market leads the equity markets. And here's the inversion, like I talked about, it's 0.52 um, negative, but it does lead into a recession. It's an indicator. Uh, mortgage rates are over 7.1, but as rates have come down, so this will probably come off a little bit, but again, straight up. So that's why people are sitting on their hands. They're called rate locked, so nobody's moving. I think there were four houses for sale in the neighborhood-ish area that I live. Used to be a hand over fist earlier on, lot, yeah. and the, the prices were a lot higher than asking. So now I'm starting to see prices undercut. Plus, there's only four houses listed. Yeah. No one's going anywhere. It's rate locked. Um, the balance sheet for the Fed is curling over. Uh, was over nine trillion. It's about eight point seven trillion. And they have the quantitative tightening of the ninety five billion, I believe, uh, per month. They're trying to let run off. So that's a automatic rate increase without having to raise rates anyway. So you have that working underneath uh, the current there. Federal Reserve dot plot, you can see the, the end target rate, terminal rate they talk about is around 5% or so. So you'll see it go higher, then they'll have to reverse engines, cut rates, back half of the year, markets will you know, take off. So that's what we're anticipating. Um, GDP growth rate, okay, negative first quarter, negative minus 0.6, negative second quarter, positive third quarter, 2.6. Fourth quarter, it should be positive, but, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, slower and, and, and grinding. This is a leading indicator, LEI, leading indicators. These are metrics that forward in and share with you what the economy, it went negative 1.4%. So, again, not good. That's just 
projects what is to come. Service debt, what you talked about earlier, and credit card and the household level debt, everything's gone up. Consumer debt, household debt. So coming off the lows of nothing, it's just, you know, it's definitely mm-hmm. taken off. So, uh, um, you know, CPI index okay, came down to 7.7, like we said. So still off the highs of the high eights, obviously, uh, which is great. But you have the core, which excludes food and energy. Uh, but the Fed likes to use the PCE, uh, the personal consumption equity uh, inflation index there. But the core, again, it's curled over, coming down. They want to get that number down to two. So again, uh, it's going to be elevated still for month, next few quarters at least. Uh, that's why sticky inflation. Supplies of new home inventory, that's gone back up. Okay, remember how low supply it was <laughs> in yeah. three months? Now it's about 9.2 months of supply. The average is 5.8. Oil in the dollar, dollar. Remember we talked about the dollar last month. We want to see the dollar come down. The dollar to reverse. You can see how it uh, was like a 114. Now it's down to about one, um, uh, 107 or so. And then oil, again, has come down, it fluctuates, but it's in the 80, uh, 86 range for per barrel. Again, bull market cycles, you can see a lot more bulls than bears, but yes, we're in a bear market cycle. The key is two questions, how long and how um, deep will it be? Uh, the length, it's looking like it's going to last a little longer than a year, obviously. Um, but now it's like how deep, we don't think it's still going to be that deep, uh, more of a shallow bear market slash recession. Uh, but that's just things that, you know, indicators. Yep. Uh, savings rate, we talked about that. It's 3.1. So 3.1% is the personal savings rate. The average is 6.8. Come off the two years of over 30% free money. Okay. Those days are long gone. However, even though um, there were some curious states that right before the elections gave inflation checks out, direct deposit just to buy those votes. But hey, they'll do it. They'll do whatever they have to do. <laughs> um, corporate leverage debt loans, you can see the corporate debt, uh, you know, 12.6 trillion. So still high, about six, let's call it 50% of the GDP. Basically half the GDP is leveraged. And <laughs> um, the Bitcoin and dollar. So remember the Bitcoin was sixty, seventy thousand dollars uh, per, you know, uh, came yeah. crashed down now 16,000. Yeah, so crazy. that's what we saved our clients. A lot of pain dollar went straight up all year long, come off the high from 114 or 15, come off around 106, 107 right now. But you know, that will help. You do want the dollar to come in to help the overall stock market. Lastly, we'll end here on the consumer price index the components. So that's why we're pretty comfortable saying, uh, things have peaked the fast majority of them, but they will be sticky. So you can see the peak and troughs. So um, the current is where the blocks are. Um, you can see the peak is the diamond, the light blue. So the, pretty much everything has underneath the uh, the blue diamond shape. Uh, so everything's you know, come off the peak. Um, so those are the components of the CPI. Again, the shelter is still going to be there sticky for another nine months or so. That's a lag- lagging you know, component to that. So I know we covered a lot, a lot of charts, tips of the month. Um, Santa, it's great to always see him. Glad we had him. <laughs> He's a good man. And, uh, let's see, we'll keep on, uh, working our magic here, losing yeah. you less and doing the best we can. And That's again, right. between now and the end of the year. So enjoy great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's right. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas is around the corner. Uh, Hanukkah as well. So <laughs> we'll hit all that up. Enjoy everybody. Reach out to us. All any right. further questions. So long. Stay well. You. Bye. You can reach this episode on our website at mytruenorthwp.com by other podcast venue sites, or by calling us at 614-929-2715. 
Also, feel free to share this episode with friends and family and sign up for our weekly email market updates via our website. Special thanks to our producer, Nathan, as we will be producing these episodes on a monthly basis. Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC a registered investment advisor, DBA, True North Wealth Partners. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to the results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss.